Hello, Goldmine Magazine listeners. Welcome to another episode of the Goldmine Magazine podcast. And this episode will have another edition of Record Store Recon. And of course, Dr. Disc, who writes the column, will be with us. And we're going to talk about Wuxtree Records in Georgia. And they'll fe- they are featured in our April edition of Goldmine. And we'll talk about the record store, everything from their stock, staff, and their selection. This is Patrick Prince, editor of Goldmine, as your host, and we'll be right back after this message from CygnusRadio.com. Hey, I'm Ronald Webb, and this is Patrick Prince. And together we host the Goldmine Radio Hour, the show that features the latest issue of Goldmine, the music collector's magazine. Tune in Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on CygnusRadio.com. Okay, so Dr. Disc... You went and visited uh, Wuxtree Records, W-U-X-T-R-Y, in Georgia. Yes, I, I visited the Olana site. And how far, there's a connection with um, REM, you said. That, in the article. There is, there is. So um, so th- they opened the, um, the first store in 1976 in Athens. Um, Which is a college town of... Where where REM is from, actually. That's correct. That's correct. And um, the owner, Mark, was uh, very quick to point out to me that that they were part of what actually helped start that Athens music scene that brought the B-52s and REM kind of to the forefront. But uh, Peter Buck actually worked the counter at the Athens location. Cool. So, this is when he was in college or when he was in the band actually starting out? I think it was when he I think it was before the band hit it big because ah. um because as I found out when I visited the um the Atlanta store, which is actually in, in Decatur, Georgia, but everybody just calls that Atlanta because it's really just a suburb. Um they the the uh shop manager took me to the exact spot where REM filmed their very first ever video and he was so proud of it. And then he brought it up on his phone. So the pictures are on YouTube, I believe. And you can, you can actually find that there's no live video of it, but there's um, the sound is on YouTube that you can hear along with pictures of them standing in the store playing, playing their first ever concert. So, so the store, as far as their stock, they carry pretty much every format, right? DVDs even. Yeah. Um, they have great swag because they have this history. So they have yep. T-shirts. And it looks like that you met someone. Um, you mentioned Mark, right? But you met Richard. He yep, was running the correct. store. Is yep. he a part owner as well? No, he is not. But he's the manager. And, and it was funny when I asked him how long he's been you know, into the music industry. He said, oh, I'm I'm well pre-never mind. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I, I thought that was a great comment. Um you know, his, but he, he gave me a great knowledge um, and shared with me his knowledge of the local music scene there. Um, turned me on to a band that, that came out of there in, in the gosh, early, I guess, late eighties, early nineties called the 86, not to be mixed up with the 86 band, mm. um, which the drummer of, of 86 was uh, Mac, Mac, I guess, Mac McNally who later went on to uh, become the drummer for Jesus Lizard. Hmm. Um, so he was really proud of that and, and put a record in my hand. And I, I'll be honest and say I actually purchased it and brought it home and, 
and listen to it. And the 86 hold up to this day. So I was impressed. And so you took it home and you liked it. So he, he I, gave, he gave you a good recommendation because you gave, you gave the staff a 10 out of 10. So I, I, I did, I did. Um, you know, it, this was one of those record stores. When I started the concept of going around and visiting record stores all across America, this was one of those record stores that I said at some point in time, I've got to get to. Um, Rolling Stone uh, rated them as one of the top 25 record stores in the country. Really? It was a while ago. But um, so it was always on my list. And, and I'm very happy that I got to go to it. And the other owner is Dan. So it's Dan and Mark, and they opened the store in 78. Yep. Um, like you said, they had the original in Athens and, uh, you, you pretty much found every type of music there, right? Yep. That's correct. Um, as a matter of fact, I had the opportunity to, to talk with Mark, um, later on, I, I called him cause I wanted to get some additional details and, um, actually I wanted to find out how they ended up in Athens because he's actually from Chicago and actually has some ties going back to a record store called Val's Halla which is a very famous record store in Chicago. Um, unfortunately, uh, the owner of the store, Val, just passed away recently, um, but the store is still being kept open. And so we talked a little bit about that, and, and he talked about how he got started there and then realized it was just so cold. He wanted to open up a record store warm. And they headed towards Florida, and somehow they stopped in, in Athens and, and fell in love with it and ended up opening up the store there. Well, George was pretty warm and humid, so... <laughs> guess he found what he was looking for. Uh, yeah. He's been there since 78. Yep. And so, the, and, go ahead. I'm, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. So you'll find everything from new and used music, right? So they're pretty yeah. well balanced. Yeah. Real good selection of everything. I've, I've, obviously, they've got a real good local flair to them also. But um, I was quite impressed with their prices. I mean, I there was... You know, I, I think I mentioned last time that there, there's kind of the, the rumors test. I use that. I, I love to go in and take a look at, um, at what they're charging for a used copy of rumors. And um, I think they were very well in line versus the stores you walk into where they're asking $18 for a used copy of rumors. What's the usual price? Have you found uh, what the average price is for rumors? A good yeah. copy? Uh, yeah, good copy is usually around nine to twelve dollars now. It, you used to be able to get them for five dollars, and um, but as things have, have started to sell more, I think they're usually right around ten dollars. So I try to use rumors um, as kind of my benchmark for what because most stores have at least one copy of rumors in in their stock. So that's a near yeah, that's a good way of picking one album. Uh, that's that's a near mint, of course. So you're talking about something that's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, now you said that they also participate in Record Store Day, and a lot of these local bands um, perform. Uh, you yep. mentioned one band, uh, the Swimming Pool Cues, I think. <laughs> That's right, the Swimming Pool Cues. Um, they they so the store just celebrated its 40th anniversary, mm. and they did a big uh, concert as part of that. And the Swimming Pool Cues were kind of the headlining band for that um, because and and. and um, Richard told me that because of the size of the store, it's gotten increasingly difficult to have bands playing in the store now. Um, and due to the sheer size of the number of people that are coming out for record store day, um, he, he took a lot of pride in telling me that they've actually had people who have slept out overnight mm. to make sure that they are first in line. So, um, 
uh, he, he found some humor and glory in that comment. Yeah, because I'm looking at the photos here, and it looks like it's a sort of narrow space, well-packed. Uh, where do they play in the back? Uh, or is there like a downstairs that they? No, no downstairs. Uh, when REM performed, they played in the back. But uh, he said now a lot of times what they'll try and do is play outdoors. Oh, right in back where they park or something. Is there a parking lot maybe? In the front, yeah. They are. They're part of a strip mall. Uh, um, and that and that was the only negative for me about the whole store was just trying to find it because the address that I was using was not matching up to where. It said it would be, but um, but I got to the strip mall and was very very pleasantly surprised with the quality and, and quantity of what they had. Um, it's a store that you could spend a couple hours easily just going through everything. And again, talking to Richard, he's got some great stories. It looks pretty packed, and it has a unique sign in front. The Luxury, um, that white sign. What? Why did they call it that anyway? Did you ask? You know, he just said it was uh, – he didn't give any specifics around it other than that's just the name they liked, and, and they went with it. Wow. Um, he did – He, I, I got to remember now. I thought he made reference to some – that there was a – something about Wuxtree in Chicago. Oh, gotcha. Um, and so they, and they took it with them. But, um, yeah, I don't remember the exact story behind that one. So you take from this that they got – they have a lot of good local bands in Atlanta. Yeah, I think I, I will tell you, um, and anybody who's been, and hopefully everybody's been reading Goldmine, you know, for many, many years. Um, but since we started Record Store Recon probably, I guess, almost five years ago, this is probably the third store that I've written about in Atlanta. Atlanta has got some really good record stores. Um, yeah, I know. I, I've visited Criminal Records. Have you been yeah. there? Yep. Yeah, Criminal Records is, is, is probably the one that everybody thinks of, but uh, I'm telling you, you should definitely get out to walk straight also, but right around the corner from criminal, there's, there's, almost, there's like two other, well, one other record store just right around the corner from there. Wow. And then there's, um, what is it? Uh, there's a, there's another very famous big record store in Atlanta also. So I'm telling you, if, if people are looking to build a vacation around record stores, Atlanta is a good place to get to. Interesting. Yeah. Criminal, uh, the guy there, the owner was, um, was a big part in starting Record Store Day, so um, that's why I went to visit there when I, when I yeah. was in Atlanta. Um, so this this got good marks, you know. You gave it pretty much ten all around. Um, you gave it eight for stock. Was uh, was there something you were hoping they would have that they didn't? Well, you know, and I guess you know it's a it's a smaller. You, you've seen in the pictures the size of the store. So it's a yeah. little bit of a smaller store. And so just for stock-wise, you can only have so much out on the floor. I, I know that they have a uh, warehouse where they've got a lot in there. But um, but they just didn't have – I mean, you know, they had like one of most stuff. You wouldn't yeah. find multiple copies of things. Gotcha. So, um, still a, f a phenomenal store. And, and please add it to your must-visit you know list of stores yeah. to get out to. And it's good to tell listeners that, well, listeners might know this anyway, but if you ask and say, if, do you have this record, they might have it back in storage. So That's right. You, you never know because they, they, most of the time they know what pretty much what they got. They have new collections coming in all the time. I see that they also have their budget 
records and you got some budget records outside before you even walk in the store. Yeah, you, you know, they they do a good job of promoting the uh, dollar records uh, <laughs> bin and <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think you can all find your Christopher Cross records and, and Linda Ronstadt albums in there. Sure, sure. Or maybe a beat-up copy of Rumors. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, thanks, Dr. Disc, and uh, we'll be talking to you the next the next time. Uh, what's coming up next? Do you know? Um, well, I'm, we'll, we'll have to see. I'm, uh, I've got a couple other ideas out there over the next couple of weeks, and we'll see which stores I get out to. Okay. But I'm always I am always open to listener uh, recommendations. Well, before you stop talking about Luxury, is there anything you wanted to add about it? Just um, you know, get out there and visit them. Uh, they've got a great story to tell. It's a it's a great shop to visit, and you're going to drop some money, spend it there. Okay, great. And that's you can go to Luxury. That's W U X T R I dash records dot com and take a visit to their website. Okay, Dr. Disc, we'll be talking to you soon. Thank you. Take care. Okay, that's it for the podcast. Thank you all. Don't, don't forget to go to Barnes & Noble and Books A Million and pick up the latest Goldmine magazine. Uh, Walk Street will be in that April edition. And also go to goldminemag.com and you can find out about a percentage off on subscription, exclusive content on the website, and also giveaways and a lot more. All right, this is Pat Prince, editor of Goldmine Magazine, signing off. We'll see you next time. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.